Hola, hola, breathing, breathing. Welcome to our intuition meetup on June 21st, 2021. This is Sierra Trelor introducing this fabulous discussion that we had with Brooke Carlson. Some other voices we'll hear are Rocky Noland and Rachel Noland and Karen Trelor and Curiel Clark. And we are talking about ways that we have honed our intuition muscles and are using them. And then Brooke answers all of our questions about animal communication. Here we go. So Brooke, do you do communication with animals for, um, for, do people request it of you or do you do it just for yourself or how do you do that? No, um, I offer services to do um, animal communication readings. I just did one this morning, um, as a matter of fact. But yeah, I've, I do it professionally, um, you know, still building a clientele and everything and um, people pop in when they need it. And um, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, I'd like to do it more regularly so that I, you know, keep that muscle strong. Um, but yeah, have looked into doing like intuition development type um, groups so that we can all like just play and practice together and keep that, you know, it's, it is like, it's a muscle. You have to, you have to make sure that you exercise it and, and keep using it and it gets stronger. And then, um, yeah, you can get a little rusty if you don't <laughs> put the time and effort into it, but. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And um I find that um, animal communication is so delightful. It is one of one of those things that almost always brings me joy. You know, some interactions can be a little less than joyful, but most of them are very positive and happy. So, yeah, the animals, they're very wise and they're very loving and, you know, they have they have messages. So, yeah, it's definitely super fun to connect with them and um i've been liking to do you know for my own practice if i don't have people requesting me to read their animals i will um tap into wild animals uh yeah recently i did a tap into have you guys seen the the elephants that are traveling across china right now there's a big herd of them and they're they escaped a wild animal refuge sanctuary they were living in um the whole herd escaped, started just trekking across China and nobody knows why. Like, they're like, what are they doing? Where are they going? And it's kind of become like an internet sensation, especially over in China. Um, and people are just watching, they're, they have drones watching them and following them like 24 hours a day. Uh, they have police assistance and, and, you know, pretty much a bodyguard team that like helps them through like populated areas. They they bring them like food trucks with like pineapple and food on them. And like, it's a thing. And so <laughs> the other day I decided to tap into the herd and, and be like, hey, what are you guys up to? Why are you doing this? You know, where are you going? Do you know where you're going? You know, do you have a destination? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it was pretty fun. So I tapped into them and they pretty much said that they have, they do have like a magnetic kind of pull to move for some reason. They're not quite sure exactly what the grandmaster plan is. And they said, yes, they have a destination, but they don't know. They said that they'll know when they get there, 
is what what they said. Um, and I, I just asked them like, why are you doing this? And they um, pretty much said to have a captive audience of you know humanity and that the lessons were different for each person watching. And so they were telling me all the different lessons that these people were learning from them, um, you know, from watching them and viewing them and really caring about them um, and their well-being. So it was it was super cool. It was, you know, messages about freedom and following your heart and your intuition and, you know, just messages of caring for the environment and caring for our animals. And, you know, it, it was different. They, they said that it's, it's different for everybody that's it's watching, but each person has kind of like a personalized message about it. And they did it in this grand scale so that everybody had, um, you know, they had the captive audience. And with social media and everything, they just, they're an internet sensation. <laughs> so it's fun. That's, I love that. That yeah. is just remarkable. How cool. Yeah, I hadn't, um, I had only seen the quickest of little brief pictures about it and I didn't uh, follow up on it. So I'm, mm -hmm. I just love to have that expanded view of that. So that's exciting. Yeah, it was, it was fun tapping in. I was like, they were, they were goofballs, but they're very wise too. So yeah, but they were having fun with, with the whole thing, you know, it was an adventure and they, I, I do think there's almost like an electromagnetic shift going on I'm feeling like in the earth and that's kind of where they're like okay this there's this pull like because I kind of felt like a pull for my my heart center like almost okay. a magnet type feel so I feel like it's almost electromagnetic pull too like because I know that like the earth is shifting right now even like this the south and north poles are like shifting and yes. a little bit but it causes great reverberation in the whole planet and so I think that you know, they're electromagnetically pulled to wherever they're going. Um, and they said they don't know what it's going to be, but they're trusting in the process and they know that they'll know when they get there. So. <laughs> wow, those are a lot of great lessons for us. I mean, yeah. just in that little bit, there's so much that we can take out of that, you know, yeah. so. Yeah, it was a big lesson for me on, yeah, on trust, the surrender and just the trusting the pull. And then, okay, I don't, I can't see where I'm going, but I'll know when I get there, you know? <laughs> so. Oh man, I love that. Yeah, That's that very wise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I one thing that I have been struggling with is um, when I'm in person with some of the dogs that I'm working with, I don't, I don't get anything from them. And I think that that's because I don't, I've not established um, permission with their owner. Do you do that with each one of your clients? Have them tell their animal, oh, I'm giving you permission to connect with this animal communicator. Mm -hmm. um, I don't connect with my clients' dogs when I'm grooming. Um, rarely ever, unless I have a personal relationship with the dog itself. Um, I... Sometimes, I mean, obviously we intuitively, like psychically will say like, hey, you need to like help me out here or whatever, you know, but as far as like an actual reading and an intimate thing, I don't do that. Um, yeah, for several reasons, because I kind of want to establish the boundaries myself between receiving information constantly and um, intentionally receiving information because I don't want to be bombarded and like be questioning the information I'm receiving because if I set my intentions and purposefully 
tap in um, consciously with intention. Um, I'll trust the messages I'm getting. If they're just shooting me information and I'm receiving it, I'm not gonna trust it because I'm I'm like, where'd that come from? You know, and I still will get information. Right. I I do tend to not trust it as much because I'm like, wait a second, where is that from? Is that from you? Is that for is that for me? What where is this from? You know, because I didn't set the intention and the boundaries around it. So I don't do that. And I guess I, I wait for people to ask me, you know, like I, I don't say I can do this you want me to do this to your dog? Um, I wait for them to come to me and say, I would like you to do this. And then um, in that situation, I find that not being with the actual dog is easier. Right, absolutely. Yeah, yeah it's kind of distracting having the 3D dog there when I'm trying to tap into the, <laughs> yeah, or above, you know. And like, it's, it's just too much because they're they're the 3d animal like you know but they have their higher higher self like we do and it's just and then the, you know if the human's there and the dog that's just that's even that's well, even harder too much i am yeah, because, so glad you said that because i had originally thought that that would be the easiest way to do it to be in the physical presence but it i feel the same way when they're out of my personal space i get a much clearer communication than what I do when they're there. So I love that. Mm -hmm. And and Brooke, to be honest with you, that there's been two times that I've been able to connect with the dog while I'm working on it. And all they do is complain. One of them <laughs> was like, are we done yet? Are we done yet? Are, can we please be done yet? Can I? Oh my gosh. Are you really going to give me another bath? Because I'm pretty sure I'm clean. I mean, it was all the time, but blah, blah, blah. And then the other one, who I communicated with several times previous to this grooming, I just tapped in while we were grooming, and he was like, you know, I have suggestions for how you can make this easier for me. Can I share some of my suggestions for how you can streamline this whole grooming process from my perspective? And it was hilarious, Brooke. I mean, he was just a goof. So I was like, all right, now I know why I put my headphones in when I'm grooming because I don't want to hear it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Part of the reason I love animals so much is because I don't have, they don't talk. So <laughs> only, I like to only invite them to speak when I want to talk to them. Exactly, I love it, yes. Uh, I could not agree with you more. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's not very nice. I'm only gonna tap in when I when I want to. <laughs> I don't want to hear you. But I feel like that about humans a lot too. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the great thing about animals is they respect it. So mm -hmm. yeah, they don't they don't get offended or put out. You know, yeah. <laughs> oh, they're funny though. Yeah. Yes, love them. Yay. Hola, Kiria. Hello. I'm oh, technically Yes, hi, hi. I was working a little bit late, so keep talking. Okay. <laughs> okay, well. I think Brooke and I were, were hogging the whole thing here, so we'll <laughs> open it up to you, Sierra. Go for it, girl. Yay. <laughs> well, I'm glad I'm recording this because a lot of people wanted to come and they're not here. So let's just jump right in. We're going to start with Midday Mindfulness with Rachel. And 
then I'll review a little bit of last week and then we'll have more um, Brooke wisdom and Q&A. All right, go for it, Rach. <laughs> okay, yeah, so um, midday mindfulness, uh, the whole point of mindfulness or meditation is to take ourselves out of the cobwebby, um, confusing, noisy parts of our brain and get into our body. Um, there's lots and lots of ways to do it. Uh, the way we're going to do it right now is through movement. Um, I'm going to play some music and I encourage you to listen to your body. Move the way that your body is craving to be moved. It could be stretching. It could be one of the favorite, th my favorite things to do in the middle of the day is to kind of like shake like a dog. Um, stretching, shake, hey, Mama, dance. Can I dance too? Yes. We're going to dance together and um, anything, even if you're really tired, maybe lay down, whatever can your body I, says. Can I, can I, uh, can they hear us? Yeah. Did you want to give them a message? Can they hear us right now? Yeah. He's been trying to talk, but I had him muted. What did you want to say? Uh, I have to color on the back of the paper right now. We made it to the back side now. Okay. I'm going to put the color this, this whole thing. Color it. Could you help me color it fast? I will when this is done. The music is done. Mm -hmm. But I need some help. Could you help me? I need some help coloring right now. Because I'm going to need a lot of help. Rachel? Are you gonna, is this, because it's movement meditation, is there anything certain or special other than just shake it out? I don't, I don't know. It's just, we're just going to, um, it's just a time to listen to your body. That's all. Okay, um, got if it. If anything comes, if you get any particular messages, please pay attention to them. Uh, all right. My superpower is that to watch things grow. I love to watch and observe as, as people, things, plants, anything grows and becomes beautiful and matures. I love to watch that. Even if something catastrophic did happen, and you know you pass into another life you were still going to be 100 percent okay
been running <laughs> um how was that experience Look. that was perfect i really needed that good, good. what did your guys's body say to do i gotta shake it up and shake it out but then after a while i was smoothing it out too. and a clean cleaning in the house <laughs> I was just dancing. Just felt good to just dance like crazy. Dance like nobody's looking because nobody was, and I love that. <laughs> yeah, and I got up and printed my papers and just started moving my body instead of sitting down. Okay. Yeah, I wanted to do some of that. Like I was like, oh, I can. There's two little errands that I wanted to do, like start hot water. Hey, what what rockers? I'm eating a grape. Booyah! Yeah, like stuff like that. And my body was like that magnetic pull to just like keep moving. A big pile of grapes. That is a we, big pile of grapes. We we ran and pretended we were running to Memphis, so you guys couldn't find us. Okay. I thought it was pretty effective. <laughs> Could you not find us? We that. Could you not find us? Nope, couldn't find you anywhere. <laughs> no, you thought we, we, you thought we drove away. I was like, where'd they go? <laughs> oh, you're gonna have to say that again. <laughs> oh, go. Okay, run, 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 run. <laughs> where'd it go? Oh, we love summer. All right, that is uh, that is the end of our little midday mindfulness session.
But it happens every day, every weekday. It happens every day. We do this every day. So please join. And um, let's just do a quick review of last week, which uh, did anybody do any of these exercises and have something to say about it? Sierra, wow. can you review what the exercises were so we know what yeah, they yeah, were? Yeah. Do you mind? Sure. So we are at focus and ask. So find comfort, first step. And then breathe intentionally. Be relaxed and quiet. Identify an event, so focus, or situation that we want insight about. And then ask. And there's a couple more that have to do with asking at the end here. I'll skip to them. Question and then question. And on a clear day, the light of the sun comes long before the sun itself rises. Imagine a question, which is like the first rays of light. It is a good question and it is leading us to a question that has not yet risen. Marvel at the beauty of illumination as the question evolves as the sun rises. Find the powerful or efficient questions. Record the poignant questions. And then another one is just ask. Ask ourselves, knowing that we can receive help from our intuitions, what is it that we are concerned about or interested in growing now? And then, oh, I did do that one. Examples, a habit we want to change, responsiveness, awareness, ability to play, evolution, stability, etc. Formulate a question and then ask it often. So those are the three about asking. And then there's one called tap a sense. And we did this exercise together, the intuitive ear, the inner DJ. So we just listen for a song to come into our head and then whatever lyrics they are, we ask why our intuition chose that song at this moment. And then intuitive eye, relax the eyebrows. And then with our inner eyes, create a vision of us radiating health and happiness to every part of our bodies and to all those around us. And then intuitive body, make a date with ourselves, allow two to three hours, and then just move however the body wants. Okay, and there's another one, ask for a dream for, or a daydream. And the love nest, which is also one we did during class. Find a spot to sit, identify something we love or a place that we love using our imaginations allow what we identify to fall into our heart area and nest there for the duration of the exercise inhale and exhale imagining that it is our heart that is breathing allow our heart breath to caress our thoughts as it moves in through and around the thing or place that we love that is in our nest and then after then yeah be aware Okay, that's all of them. And I will tell you about my listening and asking. I found a whole list of stuff that I wanted help with. And it turned into this like fabulous guide of like what I'm gonna do. We've been doing this four minute miracle or just any healing session, whether it's uh, IFS or tapping or anything, uh, EMDR, then we, I have this list of like triggers, <laughs> basically like a hot list that I found from that exercise, which is like, really makes me feel confident because now every time I am like 
experiencing one of those triggers, I'm like, that's okay to that part. Like, well, we have a date. We have an indefinite date. We'll talk. All right, anybody else? I read over the, the list of um, activities. It was an awesome list. That was fun. Um, when I was reading through them, the love nest did um, stand out to me. So I did do like a love nest little tap in and meditation with myself. Um, and that was that was beautiful. That was fun. I, I kind of picked, you know, kind of one of my favorite mindscapes and settled into that and let it marinate in my heart and that was beautiful um i was pretty busy so i didn't have time to do anything else but that was that was one that stood out to me when i was reading the list so i i just did that one awesome me and mom had a vqh session last night and one particular point i was the facilitator and one particular point was uh i had a couple questions that weren't written down um, but had, that had come to me and it was um, like a moment of choosing to listen to my intuition. Um, do I add this in there um, even though it's not on the script kind of thing or uh, do I stick to the script? And um, the time that I did add it in, I really, I think it was the that question about when someone, what happens when someone hurts you, right mom? Yeah, I think it was, I think it was a, a Exactly. Like, yeah. It was wonderful. Um, I'm glad that the intuition kicked in. And so the answer, uh, what happens, the answer that we got, uh, what happens when someone hurts you? Answer, you feel pain, um, <laughs> which is really quite a profound answer. Um, oftentimes when we're asked to understand other people's motives or 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 participate in forgiveness and compassion and things like that hi guys oftentimes i can forget they can hear you this time oftentimes we forget hi. uh we forget i've been playing in the sand we forget to mm. acknowledge the pain that we're feeling um or we choose not to acknowledge the pain that we feel because we're we're busy focusing on on the compassion and forgiveness um and uh, it's important to remember that if someone hurts you, you feel pain. It's important to remember to feel the pain, acknowledge can they the pain. Still hear us, Mama? They can still hear us, babe. Um, so that we can um, get through on the other side stronger rather than perhaps develop fear or parts that um, parts of us that are going to live with us and, and inform other decisions we make down the road based off that pain. Um, I'll, I'll just quickly share. Um, it was about the questions. Um, you know, how the light comes and then we, what I took that as an analogy to, if you have a question, keep asking a question until you get an answer. And I have been asking and asking and asking. Um, I'm learning how to read the Akashic records, and it's been um, it's been a struggle. It's been it's been very difficult to understand if the information I'm getting is 
legitimate, if it's true, if it's clear and accurate. And I've asked in many different ways to know that. And I've gotten kind of nowhere with that. And last night, like Rachel was referring to our um, BQH or Beyond Quantum Healing session, the question was phrased in a different manner. And I was able to receive the answer to the actual literal question that was in my heart instead of the question that was formed out of my head. And the answer to reading the Akashic Records is that if I'm carrying any fear within my energy field and I try and ascend to the pure, more the higher vibrational field of the Akashic Records, the, the denser energy of fear that resides, with, resides within me or is clinging to me prevents me from entering that fully. So if I desire to be there and receive information, I need to be completely clear of fear or any lower vibrational um, emotions, whatever those may be at the moment. Uh, a, a vibration of love and joy will keep me clear so that I can hear clearly. And so there I finally received the answer, but it had to be asked in a different way. So that was my experience with the uh, asking. Do you have a solution um, on how to be in a place of um, peace? Do you have a solution? Yes. 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 Yes, I do. Uh, that information also came through. Um, just so you guys know that last night the session revolved around whale energy and dolphin energy and mermaid energy. And the primary answers were coming from the whale collective and the deep, deep love and joy that whales have. Uh, this beautiful whale informed me that should I desire to release fear, that it's a matter of nurturing and growing the positive emotions or the love that is within me. And as those are nurtured and grown and allowed to become bountiful and full within my body, then the lesser negative emotions will dissipate naturally they won't have room to grow because they're not being nurtured so that was the wisdom that I was given by this glorious whale awesome thank you I used some of that in my graduation speech (laughs) for the program absolutely thanks Thank you. Would you be comfortable crediting that to the whale collective? (laughs) Give credit where credit is due that that didn't come from a human uh, brain. (laughs) I mean, putting me on the spot there. Uh huh. Uh -huh. (laughs) I would credit to you, um, but I 
could um, figure out a way strategically. I'll run it by you before. Um, okay. I, Evan. <laughs> I don't. I don't think the whales are needing credit. <laughs> I right. know that they, when they, I get quoted, are... I'm just happy I got quoted. Yeah, they 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 exist without any ego. They are just pure joy and love, basically. So yeah, but yeah, I just thought it'd be kind of nice. We talked about that too. Cool. Oh yeah, we talked about that too. <laughs> Buenísimo. Oh, go for it. Oh, I was just gonna say, if you listen to any like whale songs or anything, that could be like a a good um, reminder or way to prepare yourself kind of to getting into the Akashic record state of mind. Like the whales gave me this message specifically, maybe find, you know, some kind of whale song, whale music recording, um, and listen to it and get in that heart space before you, you visit the Akashic records. Absolutely. Absolutely. Brooke, that is a fabulous, fabulous idea. Yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you. That's that's a gorgeous message that they gave you. That's awesome. And and us via you sharing it. Yeah, it's for everybody, of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Super. Yeah. Without further ado. Uh, do you guys have any questions at all? I mean, I don't know. I, I thought of like when you wrote the little homework thing, I thought of a homework like came to mind right away. Um, but as far as I don't know if y'all want to ask any questions at all, um, you can go for it. Otherwise, um, I don't know. It's it's something. Go ahead. Sarah. Yeah. OK. Yesterday I was hanging out with people, a, a fabulous setting. And we were at a dinner table, eight people, and they're all speaking Spanish. And at one point, um, or at lots of points while I'm in this situation where everybody around me is speaking another language, somebody is all like, do you understand? <laughs> or like, are you getting this? Or how are you doing? And I was like, yeah, I'm feeling it all. And that, uh, so I was wondering when it comes to animal communication, like <laughs> how does it translate into human communication? um mm. and beyond words yeah um it's it's different for everyone and part of learning animal communication is learning yourself and how you work and i i know you guys are all working on intuition development and figuring out how you specifically tick and so um it's different for everyone and you know depending on what psychic senses are stronger um, lots of times they'll deliver messages you know um, depending on which which sense is kind of stronger or maybe they're delivering messages to all of them and you only pick up the ones that that you're stronger in you know um, I get a lot of images I get um, audio words lots of times you know they'll they'll say, a saying or several words or one word um but i get a lot of i get a lot of pictures i get a lot of of just knowings too which is for me the hardest to articulate to people because i can always say like i see this picture what does this mean to you right and, or i i hear him say you know this this saying or this word what does what does that mean to you 
Um, but when I say I get a knowing, um, cause I don't want to do any like interpreting and putting my own, like, I don't know, opinion into it. And when I go into it, I, I ask that my ego and my own opinion, you know, be it put aside for the reading. So, um, I trust in that, but I think the, the knowing part is the hardest part to convey to people because, um, I don't know. It's, it's not as tangible, I guess, as like an image or, or audio or a feeling in your body or whatever, you know? <laughs> so for me, it's like, it feels more interpretive to me, even though it's not necessarily, it's kind of just a download of this is the information we want you to spit out of your mouth right now, you know? Um, so um, for me, I guess conveying that and trusting myself, the, the most important for me is to manage my energy, which Karen was talking about, you know, releasing the fear, releasing doubt or anything like that. Um, and then setting the intention, um, clearly and trusting the intention, because I feel like the intention is one of the, the most important parts. And um, I've played around with a lot of them, you know, um, and then added and tweaked things with my kind of intention before going into readings, um, just to make sure that um, I can trust the information coming through because I trust my spirit guides, I trust the animals, um, and I've set my intention clearly, and now the rest is up to them. And, you know, sometimes images and, and words and everything I get doesn't make any sense to me and maybe doesn't make any sense to them at the time. Um, but then like a week later, they'll be like, oh, you kept talking about this red ball. Well, okay, this came up, you know? <laughs> and it's it's something that, that maybe they wanted to talk about before something happened um, and then they realize what, what is happening. But um, probably one of the trickiest things is not receiving validation. Um, you know, how Karen, you were saying, how do I know that this information is is true and, and pure and, and clear and everything? Um, you just have to trust. You have to trust that the information you're receiving, and, and that's part of putting it in the attention. Like I say, the information that I receive is valid for their journey at this point in time. Because if we don't narrow it down to this timeline, we could get information for, okay, well, if you choose this timeline, this is this information. If you choose this timeline, this is this information. So I say at this point in time in their journey, because you could get anything and it could all be valid, you know, depending on what timeline you choose or past or present, or I don't know, different incarnations. <laughs> There's so many different, different um, aspects that go into it. So I just set my intention to deliver a clear message um, that the person needs to receive at this point in time in their journey. Did that answer your question or was that really long and winded and, and didn't even go where you wanted it to go? <laughs> that absolutely answered my question. I imagined myself doing exactly that in the scenario I was in and I was like, yeah. Yeah, feeling into it and just trusting too. Trust is huge. I like the idea also of adding that uh, right now aspect of it, you know, being the present moment, because it is easy for me personally to slip into future. Like I want to go here, there, this, that, but it's really nice to come back to right now. And that's a really good reminder for me personally, when I am getting into my intuition space, that it is 
this, this second, this moment, I'm fully here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah, I like that too, because I have this like relationship with time where I'm like, it's all the same, but it's all, I don't, I'm like, yeah. So that's a really great place for me to start exploring that relationship is now, <laughs> like this present yeah. timeline. Yeah. I mean, cause we, it's, it's a choose your own adventure. We could choose, we could be set up on this trajectory or this path and tomorrow or the next hour, I could completely change my trajectory. And so it's like, okay, what do I need to know right now, right in this, on this path, this next step, what do I need to know right now? You know, because tomorrow, you know, or for a client or somebody you're helping, it could be that they hear this and they choose a completely different path tomorrow. So <laughs> we just need to know what, what we need to know right now for, for this part of our journey. So. Um, I have a question for you, Brooke. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you mentioned the different information that comes in. Um, what do you do when you receive really strong emotions from an animal? How do you respond to that? Like, say you got it, and I've had it a couple of times where an animal has come in extremely angry, and I've had it when an animal comes in extremely grief-stricken. How do you navigate that? Um, I, if if I'm feeling that, um, I will just take a, a beat and manage my energy because um, being, you know, empaths, which I'm sure all of us are, we can feel emotion, we can feel, um, you know, the anger and the grief. And I find it harder to deal with um, I, human, the human emotion than I do the, <laughs> the animal. Um, because I don't know, I just, I feel it more intensely. I think the animals, um, I don't know, they maybe manage it a little bit um, clearer than the humans do. But what I will do is take a beat and manage my energy, uh, make sure that I, I'm not feeling it as heavy within myself, you know, do some breathing exercises, um, remind myself that this is the animal and not me. And while I'm communicating with the animal, um, I can separate myself from it. You know, it, it doesn't have to be a full embodiment of everything they're feeling. I offer gratitude to the animal for allowing me to feel how they're feeling like, okay, that's, that's rough. Okay. I felt that I'm going to convey that. Um, the best I can and I respect that sometimes they just need validation that this is what I'm experiencing I am super fearful I'm super scared I'm super angry you know and then just you acknowledging that and saying thank you for sharing that with me gratitude um, for for letting me experience that and then just managing your energy separating yourself from that experience um, and just trying to help and move on you know so that you're not completely engulfed with that emotion. That is super helpful. Thank you, Brooke. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Um, I've had a lot of a lot of um, difficulty around managing um, my energy when I'm doing um, crossed over readings and the human is still very much in pain, very raw. Um, that's what I struggle with the most in my readings I've found is, you know, oh, I've got this, I'm doing a good job. And then I get a, a 
person that wants to connect with their animal on the other side and they're still full-fledged grieving and I find it really hard for me to, <laughs> to manage my energy and disconnect from that human deep grief emotion so that is what I have been trying to work on uh, because a lot of people will reach out when they're grieving they're just looking for anything to grab onto to make themselves feel better you know when they're really grieving this loss of their animal who is like their sole animal and they're it's just really hard for me to manage my energy help manage the client um <laughs> so that's that's where my my struggles are currently residing is trying to figure out so if anybody has any insight or or um wisdom in that kind of scenario or any intuition thoughts that come in um for me <laughs> that would be amazing um if not that's fine too but if you think of anything you can always message me too and say hey this this came in you know but that's that's where i struggle my initial response to that is if comfortable uh tapping while you're getting that emotion and just tapping like with the intent to let it through and pass and not that's physically tap on your senses it's funny that you say that because when I have been working with these clients that I'm like just overcome, they're overcome with grief. I've been doing the thymus, the thymus thump, um, because that's where that all of that emotion and that's where I'm feeling it. And I'm, that's where I'm feeling it from them. And I guide them to do that as well, the thymus thump. So that's funny that you say that. So, I mean, I guess I'm doing that. It just, it's still so heavy, you know, and I, I don't know, maybe I'm just not in touch with that part of me as much as I should be or something, or maybe it's inviting me to explore that within myself, but it's, it's, that's the tricky one for me, but that thymus thump always comes up too. And it's something easy that, you know, we don't have to really give much instruction besides just tap on your, tap on your chest, you know, and that that's going to release some of that, that emotion. So, yeah, thank you for that reminder though. Any other questions, ladies? Or would you like me to move on to homework? <laughs> I I was waiting for somebody else to jump in. I, I was trying to be not selfish here and just take all your time, Brooke. What is the most unique animal that you have communicated with, in your uh, opinion? Hmm. You know what's funny? I've been communicating with insects a lot lately. Um, and when I went into animal communication, for some reason, it never even occurred to me that why would I talk to bugs? Um, they're not always my favorite. Um, and lately, well, I mean, over the last year or so, I've been connecting with insects a lot more, which is super cool because to me, they've, they'd always been kind of you know, like swat a fly, kill a mosquito, whatever. But um, tapping into the insects has been crazy. Um, I just recently went to um, the Black Hills and um, had an experience with flies that I've never had before. I don't know if any of you read my story that I shared on Facebook, but um, I went to the 
the Pathways Spiritual Sanctuary there and found um, a space. It was the grandmother circle of the 13 indigenous grandmothers. Um, and it was like my, it was my place. Like this is where I'm supposed to be today, you know? So I sat down there um, and and took a took a seat at the table, um, which was my lesson, um, my main lesson for that. But as I was sitting there meditating and like listening to the grandmothers, these flies just start swarming around me like they were loud too. They were buzzing. They were swarming around me and they weren't landing on me. So I was like, this is, you know, thinking in my head, I'm like, this is kind of strange. Like this isn't normal fly behavior and the way that they were patterning around me was so strange. So I tapped into the flies and I'm like, hey guys, like what's going on? You know, and um, I heard <laughs> I heard the word, I'm like, what are you guys doing? And they, and they said, cleaning up your energetic shit and i was like they're like that's what flies they clean up they clean up poop so i was like oh really okay well that's sweet thank you you know and i sat and just let them clean up so they were doing energy work on me by flying around me the the vibration the noise the sound everything it was it was gorgeous and you know i usually find flies really pestering and annoying and I just asked them to tap into these flies and their their message for me and it's funny how they i don't know spirit and animals kind of deliver messages you know how you are able to receive them i'm kind of a potty mouth so it made me laugh that they were like yeah we're cleaning up your poop <laughs> um so yeah it was fun and then after about 10 minutes of letting them do that they all like disappeared there was no more flies and they were all gone and it was amazing but Jillian said she was meditating at that same time and she goes I kept giving gratitude to the flies and she's like I don't know why because usually I'm annoyed by flies and so she was like kind of tapping into their energy too but she's like I didn't know why I was thanking them but I was like thank you thank you and she's like why am I thanking the flies and she goes that makes all the sense in the world like we were probably hanging out right at that same time you know because she was there with me, but she was just meditating in a different spot of the sanctuary. So I don't know, uh, the, the insects have been interesting to connect with. That is so cool. I yeah. love that story. Thank you. Yeah. I always love hearing how connect we are without realizing it consciously. Mm -hmm. You know, I wonder how your sister and you are collectively doing the same um, or as well as that. It's pretty cool. Yeah. That validation is awesome because obviously it's happening all of the time. You know, we're all connected and even with, you know, the animals like doing things on you where you're super annoyed with this fly, but the fly's like, yo, you've got some energy stuff I need to clear up here. And, while you're like being a total jerk and like eh, get away from me man and they're like i'm trying to help you you just sit still <laughs> you know like i mean they may not be doing that all the time and it might have been a special occasion but you know just to change your perspective and and think what it what is this especially if it's kind of unusual but what what are you trying to tell me and i've done that with other pestery insects and stuff i'm like why why are you doing this and usually there's a reason and that's your homework this is your homework <laughs> Your homework is to um, set an intention for an animal message this week in any sort of, any living creature, 
insect, bird, um, your dog, your cat, uh, anything. Just something that that you take notice of that's going to be maybe a little out of the ordinary or maybe not, you know, but if, if you set your intention today and then um, invite to give you a message this week and since you're going to be tuned in and the intention set you'll know when when the animal presents itself to you or presents itself with its say your dog just you know won't stop whining or something so you what your homework is is to instead of google what does a cardinal symbol represent you need to tap in yourself and ask the animal itself to sit and get quiet and say hey cardinal what message do you have for me? You've been popping up in my tree. I've been noticing you every day. Hey, what do you want to say to me? You know, and then sit and listen, see what images you see, what words you hear, um, feelings in your body, anything like that. And um, write it down or, or take note of what the message is and give gratitude and thanks. And then try to apply it, you know, because they're giving you the message for a reason. <laughs> Lots of times I feel like, you know, sometimes I get my messages and then I'm like, oh, thank you. And then I mm, willy nilly go on with my life, you know, <laughs> so try to try to anchor it in and apply it at least, you know, for the week intentionally and and see what what you come up with. I'll do the same. I'll see if I if if somebody pops out to me and and just, you know, consciously ask them what they what they're trying to tell you. And um, yeah, see what, what you get. It'll be fun. Hey, Brooke, one quick question. Can you give us an example of an intention that you would set? You know, the verbiage that you use? Yeah, um, I would probably just just sit and get quiet and, um, you know, open my heart space and, and just say, universe, I'm open to like receiving messages through um living creatures wildlife insects i'm open to really you know receiving messages from any living creature um i'm going to be open and aware and you know um so if you would send an animal to me or a creature to me and um, i will ask them what the message is and i'm willing to receive that so you know i mean whatever your own verbiage is it doesn't have to be anything super special but um just just let the let the spirit know that you're willing you're open you're opening your eyes we're not going to just be on autopilot we're going to be looking for a message and i'd like to receive a message through a living creature you know it doesn't have to be a bird per se or an insect or an animal or your dog or your cat i'm open to receiving a message from another living creature and i will ask them what the message is so They'll all conspire and and they'll send you a message. It'll be fun. That sounds so delightful. I can't yeah. wait. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be yeah I'm going to be hyper aware of my surroundings and what what creatures are around me and it could be something as simple as a little ladybug crawling up your shoulder. You know, I mean anything. So so just be aware and and then talk to the animals and there may be more than one if you're open to it. So they, they come around with messages all of the time. We're usually just too wrapped up in our own little bubble that we don't always ask. We don't always recognize or know. So myself included, I get on that autopilot train and look out. 
<laughs> blindly running around like what? no if you actually tap in it you know it's amazing how much you get <laughs> i do have a quick question for you real quick yeah um there was a there was a bird that um like it felt like he was trying to tell he or she was trying to tell me something really important like he landed right in front of me looked at me square in the eye like took one or two steps this way one or two steps that way and was just like looking at me and then just really calm really still uh and then um like flew off and and i've been thinking about it ever since um and i like i keep on it felt significant to Is me. Is that a question? Yes, I'm asking a question. It felt significant to me, but I, 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 the message is lost on me. Is it, is it lost forever because the, the bird is gone? Or how do I no, get the message no. back? No, I can even feel the energy tapping in, you know, like as you're speaking it, like I can feel that. So just revisit and tap back into that energy and visualize the bird and what he did and ask him what message he had. So he could be he could be your messenger for this week you know it doesn't even have to be in person it could be somebody online like the elephants i was talking about online it could be an, a message through that like just some some animal that you take a little bit more notice of um but you've been thinking about this bird so yeah tap into it take some quiet time and and ask the bird what were you trying to tell me and just see what what images you get or what words you get or downloads if you get a full like blah this is exactly what i was trying to tell you sometimes they just tell you the whole thing in one big chunk you know and so yeah just trust whatever you get because you're setting that intention to receive a, a message that you need to hear right now you know so yeah get back into them well thank you have you ever tried to communicate with plants or rocks Mm, yeah, yeah, definitely. You can communicate with, I've communicated with a lot of trees, um, like my arborvitaes right outside of my house. They're like my guardians of my house. It's super cool. They like stand so like stoically and like they're here to guard my house. Like they're the guardians. I just picture like, you know, the knights with their little spears or whatever the heck they have. <laughs> That's the image I get when I like connect with my arborvitaes. So yeah, I've connected with, with a lot of um, plants and obviously I connect with crystals all the time. Yeah, yeah. It's an intentional thing though, you know, it's like sometimes you have my crystals, I have so many of them that I'm like, it's, it's almost a chore to like actually narrow it down and connect with this one crystal, you know? I mean, it's, it's something that I have to consciously do because I have in my job so many of them around me <laughs> but it's funny how they kind of will scream at you like hey i have something to say and you you know you can you can see them and and they'll make their presence known but yeah you can you can connect with anything in nature awesome you can not even in nature i connect with my house all the time and when i do space clearings of houses wow, the, the things the houses have to say is in, intense. So, I mean, really any object you can connect with, if you're willing to listen to it. But yeah, the houses have a lot to say, especially if they've had a lot going on, you know, many families or, or one particular family or it's, yeah, it's nuts. I think that's cool that you mentioned that. Oftentimes, um, James fix flips and oftentimes he'll be like, 
have me like subconsciously like he'll be like just carry out go down in the basement and like check it out you know and i just like in my head i give it some good intentions and you know make it a safe space for him like on a subconscious level but that's cool that you said that because maybe i'm actually doing something you are for sure for sure you're doing something i got back from a road trip um our black hills trip and i felt like this call to it's funny because i've had my car my I acquired this car and the ever since I got it so I, it was a long story I had an accident and needed to get a car quick and my brother-in-law up in Minneapolis was like oh I, I liked the car I had before so I wanted the same model and make and everything and he's like oh there's one in Minneapolis here I'll test drive it for you and if I like it you can just buy it right so he did and we got the car and I could just tell that this poor car was not loved by its owner. Like it was abused and like, there wasn't necessarily visual signs of it, but I could feel it. And so for like a long time, I was just kind of like turned off by the car. I tried to do kind of a, a cleansing of it and everything. And it, the old owner's energy was still there. And I was trying to cut cords and everything. And it was just really hard for me. And so for a while I was just like, whatever, okay, it's fine. You know, it was kind of half willy nilly my car, but I, I didn't feel completely bonded with it. But after our trip to the hills, um, I came back and I was like, I'm so sorry. I felt like horrible about like not really putting my love into this car. So I sat and I like cleaned it and I polished it and I like infused it with love, but it was this big ritual that I had to do. Um, and I named her, I hadn't named her yet. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I hadn't given you a name. I named her, her name came to me. And so I did all of this love. I went and bought her the most expensive car wash and it had like gorgeous foam, all these different colors, rainbow foam. And she was so happy afterwards. And I was like, oh my gosh, and she's been beautiful ever since. And the energy has been amazing, but it took me so long to do it. And I felt so horrible. I was like, God, what a jerk I am. But I don't know, I guess I wasn't necessarily in that place of, of healing. It was kind of a, I feel like it was a self-care kind of message, you know, coming through and I'm like, you can care for yourself like this. That's one of my main lessons is that I pour all this love and energy into other people, but I don't always remember to do that for myself. And I think it was a, a self-care um, message and being filled up in the hills. I think I had the extra, the cup overflow energy to afford to give that to my car. Whereas usually I'm kind of tapped, you know, so it was beautiful. So yeah, you can do it with your house, your car, anything. She's been great since. <laughs> well, thank you for giving us, just tapping in with us, sharing love and energy with us and whoever else is going to hear this. And uh, yeah. yeah. Thank you for the invitation. I appreciate it. It's great to connect with like-minded people and yeah it's fun it was great to see your guys' faces i haven't seen some of you for a while so i love it i love, it. <laughs> I love us have fun with your homework if you guys have any you know insight or questions or you know anything to share before i'm not sure if i'll make it to is it a next week thing like you do the the big full ones once a week or 
or do you do this? I mean, I know you do the things daily, the mindfulness, midday mindfulness, but do you do like the full, like 45 minute to an hour and 15 minute <laughs> sessions? <laughs> do you do those like weekly or? Correct, we do those weekly. Um, the schedule is dependent on, you know, like whoever can come. So we don't know mm -hmm. when the next one is, but is there a time that works for you? Um, I have availability Monday and Tuesdays as of now, um, you know, to, to pop in, uh, depending on, on my week and what I have going on and appointments and stuff. But, um, yeah, Mondays and Tuesdays work good for me usually. And that would probably be the most likely that I could pop in on those days. Super cool. Well, I will let us yeah. know. Okay. All right. Cool. You guys have an awesome day. Thank you so much, Brooke. That was amazing and wonderful. And I'm very excited about the homework. Yay. I'm excited to hear what you guys come up with. Yeah. Thanks again. We'll see you next week, everybody. Okay. See ya.